Welcome back, everyone, to the Eats Beat Podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpot. And Steve Wilson. You know, we've got some news to talk about this week. We'll also talk about uh, so a lot of burger news. The Swallows go back to Capistrano, and the Eats Beat Podcast goes back to burgers. So we, we have a, a bunch of burger news. Uh, we want to talk about some restaurant deals. It's still uh, the last week of restaurant week. And then Labor Day weekend's coming up, which means West Fest. So we'll... We'll cover some of that, but first, I know Robert has a story about a, a loss in the in the food community of something that started as a trend and lasted maybe longer than people thought they would. Well, it's there's still a trend out there, but it's not um, it's it's getting more mobile. Um, Clear Fork Food Park, which was um, right off the Trinity Trails, just a little east of uh, University Drive. Um, closed on Sunday. They um, made an announcement on Facebook on Saturday, come by, uh, it's going to be our last day. And then on Sunday, they changed their Facebook cover photo to a picture of the vacant park saying permanently closed. All we know was that the, re- the lease wasn't renewed. Um, it's a, a very expensive piece of land, a representative from the food truck park. Told this me. was on the river next door to HG Supply. Right, right. Next to HG Supply and next to the uh, relatively new Bar Taco. It was kind of a pioneer in the river dining. It opened the same year. Uh, it opened in 2012, late 2012, which was the same year um, Woodshed opened. And for a while, they were the only game in town on, on the river. And then um, I always have to concentrate when I... Think of the names of the centers. It was the West Bend, West Bend, West Bend Center, um, uh, which is where HD Supply and um, uh, Bar Taco are. They both have very nice riverside patios. Um, Clear Fork, you could just, you know, we usually drove up, but you could, right, you could walk up on the Trinity Trails, you could bike up, you could jog up, whatever. They had a, a nice little cantina. They had a nice little pavilion with a, a center thing. There were usually about a, six or seven food trucks there. They had a Fred's truck until Fred's TCU opened. Yeah, they actually had yeah. the Fred's truck. Uh, there was a, um, going to blank on the name of this truck, but there was a vegan vegetarian truck that was there almost uh, every week. Um, I liked going there. It had been a while since I'd been there, but I like going there because uh, I have a 100-pound Great Pyrenees, and uh, it was a good place to take the dog. Is there another – is there still a Fort Worth Food Truck Park? The Fort Worth Food Truck Park uh, on Weisenberger Street. Which Behind is, Angelo's. It's between the Target on West 7th and Angelo's. Right. Um, and part of what is now known as the Foundry District. Right. Um when I drove by recently, it looked a little quiet, but I looked it up online. And, it had uh, some trucks there the yeah, last time I drove yeah. by. Yeah, so it, it um, and there's a lot of act- activity coming to the Foundry District. It's sort of a little artsy district, but um, again, it was a pioneer. It was in the Foundry District before there was a Foundry District. Of course, what we see is some food trucks moving into restaurants, and Taste and See over by TC started in the food truck park. And you, you see a lot... Um, at breweries now that seems to be the big hangout for for food trucks now because you know most of the breweries don't serve their own food and there's lots of breweries so um the food trucks are always there kind of serving usually sometimes it's just one sometimes it's multiple food trucks so and then we saw lee's grilled cheese you know went back to being a food truck from being a restaurant and then and then the food truck closed yeah that's so, right um there are a couple of small openings in fact they're kind of uh, soft opening mode right now one is leaves books and tea it's more tea shop than bookshop it's on st louis avenue right next to um the collective brewing project cute little place uh, more than 40 teas uh, are there commas in that leaves books nope, and nope, tea nope. And leaves it, books there's your books have leaves your tea okay. has leaves all right um there's a leaf motif 
And there's also um, Boulevard of Greens, which is a little juice shop that just opened. Uh, it's also in soft opening mode on Horn Street. Uh, I don't know what the, the grant, I don't really have the grand opening information on Boulevard of Greens handy, but uh, Leaves, Books, and Tea, the grand opening full hours will start September 1st. Um, the guys from Record Town who moved into the same development are um, hoping to open around the same time. I'm not sure if they're going to make it, but they, they're kind of aiming at that September 1st opening. We talked about Tricky Fish. Tricky Fish opened in, in uh, the Whole Foods Shopping Center on Bryant Irvin. It's a, a more of a, of a Texas Gulf seafood restaurant from the Razoo's people. And then, uh, and then Jambo's reopened in Rendon and... Uh, I went out there yesterday, and uh, the, the, I mean, gosh, the, the the ribs are the way everybody remembers, and the, uh, the 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 beef, and they have this new dish at, at Jambo's called they have a they have cowboy corn, which they've had for a while, which is uh, corn with with butter and cream cheese and and hatch chilies in it, and they also have uh, these really good green beans that are fresh green beans uh, with uh, with bacon and onion and some seasoning and all kinds of good things. And they're some of the best green beans I've ever had a barbecue place. That, that's my kind of vegetables. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> they still so have they, the uh, crazy sandwich. They have the crazy sandwich. They have everything Jambos has always had. And they have a little bit more. So that's the reopening of the original Jambos in Rendon. Uh, we want to talk about burgers because burgers is what we always talk well, about here. I, actually, I have one. Oh, wait, one, Steve, one, one, one speaking of crazy sandwiches, got another right, news right, yeah, Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, but before we talk about burgers, let's talk about the other end of the price range. Uh-huh. And uh, Steve, you have an update for us on that. That what was that? Last week we had a panko sandwich. We had a fried steak sandwich that cost one hundred and twenty dollars yeah, last co- week. Cost the paper one hundred twenty dollars. Cost the paper one hundred twenty dollars. And Steve. People are buying that sandwich. Apparently, I was there last night trying to get as much restaurant week I can get uh, out of B and B because their menu is really good. And uh, they told me that they've sold twelve, and they say they're pretty happy about that because it's not on a menu yet. So. I assume that was all to listeners of the Eat Speed podcast. I, I would assume too. Yeah, well, <laughs> this I is mean, specifically B and B butchers at the shops at Clearfork. B and B butchers shops where at Clearfork. I think Steve during Restaurant Week is just going to set up an apartment. And so that is basically what. What do you think the appeal is? It's it's a novelty. It's fun. Was um, it really? Worth- uh, I think it, uh, if you have the 120, and, yeah. and you know that's the that's the key. You have to have the 120. Be willing to spend 120 dollars on a sandwich, and that might be just the appeal to say, "Hey, I ate a 120 dollars sandwich." Well, I mean, now we we should talk about Restaurant Week, and we're we're going to talk about that anyway. But since you said you've been going for Restaurant Week, what have you had at B and B on their menu? Their menu continues through the Sunday before Labor Day. Yeah, no. I, last night I tried their uh, their B and B balls, and they're like three big meatballs and that was enough actually you know as an appetizer uh that you get individually you know since it's uh everything on their their restaurant week menu is uh full size and so that was that was large and it was very very tasty uh let's see uh i had the steak diane <laughs> with the with the uh with the frog raw on it uh, my wife had it last time and i and that with that and I was going like, oh golly, I have to have that. So, Steve, how much do you work out to keep all this <laughs> off? Yeah, that's that's uh, that just sounds like a tremendous. Uh, Robert, you were going to say something. Oh, I, I was going to make a comment about the uh, one of our Facebook comments on the the sandwich on the hundred twenty dollars sandwich was something along the lines of, 
heck, I've spent $120 on a lot stupider things. Why not? Mm-hmm. So if you've got the $120, there, mm-hmm. there's also been a little backlash. Like yeah. People think it's way too indulgent. Yeah, that, that's that, not for worth. Right, you right. Know, it's, uh, I saw that on Facebook. It's okay. not for worth. Yeah, it, you know, it's spending $120 sandwich is the wrong type of people coming darn, in the Fort Worth. Darn Houston <laughs> so people. I think, I think it would encourage those people to go to Taste Project where they can spend a lot of money to um, help out people who are um, having trouble feeding themselves. You pay your own way at Taste Project. And uh, um, some people just come in and pay a little bit. Some people pay what they can pay on a restaurant bill. But if you think $120 is too much to pay on them for a sandwich, spend some money at a place where you help some people out. Well, and since we're talking about uh, specials and restaurant week, let's go ahead and talk about that. Because the, uh, the uh, you know, we should say that restaurant week menu at B&B is $49, not $120. You can have a full three-course meal. Um, now, restaurant week ends the Sunday before Labor Day, there are about 20 restaurants still doing restaurant week up until the Sunday before Labor Day. All the prime steakhouses, a couple of other nice places like Fix and Waters. Um, but the real ones I want to mention are the ones where dinner is $39. Mm-hmm. So this is 39 not 49 For 39 you get a three-course dinner, and those are Kirby's in Southlake, the Melting Pot in Arlington, uh, Fondue Galore, uh, Michael's Restaurant on the West 7th in Fort Worth, often forgotten, just kind of a neighborhood favorite. Uh, Pinstripes, The Game and uh, Bistro in Clear Fork. Uh, Red Rock Canyon in Southlake, which is owned by the same chain as Charleston's. Good all-around reliable restaurant. Silver Fox, one of your prime steakhouses. That's a complete dinner for $39. Texas de Brazil, uh, the, the, uh, the, the Gaucho Steakhouse downtown. And Twigs, which is in Clear Fork. So... All of those restaurants. Uh, uh, what about the Rise? Is that Rise is not extended. Rise. Oh. Rise this is as we're taping this. We're mm-hmm. in the final oh. mm-hmm. days of the Rise, and mm-hmm. that's sad for everybody. Right. But but uh, I plan to be there tonight. I don't know mm-hmm. about you, but I, the, I'm sorry Rise didn't extend for a third week. But it's it's very generous of these restaurants to to uh, do this for Lena Popome. If you have a $49 dinner, $10 goes to Lena Popome, $39 dinner, $8 goes, it all it all goes to charity. And many restaurants also have a $20 lunch. So uh, don't miss, there's a huge list of restaurants on dfwrestaurantweek.com and the Star Telegram is a sponsor. And then just as one special uh, is ending, then another special is beginning. And in the fall, we have this discount deal in Fort Worth called Go Purple Friday. And d- gentlemen, do either of you plan to go purple? I need to buy a purple shirt because I'm, I currently don't have one. I used to have one. Um, and uh, But I'm looking at the list of restaurants here, and it's a pretty um, steep turn of that spreadsheet that is challenging our eyesight. But um, <laughs> there, there's a pretty good list of restaurants here. Well, here's the secret. You don't have to be a TCU fan to get a discount. Just wear purple? If you wear purple on Friday, in some places you may have to ask for the discount. But it's from Friday, uh, fr- uh, as long as TCU football season lasts, on the Friday before a game, you wear purple and you get $20 off your bill at Abuelo's at Hewland Mall. That's pretty good. You get $20 off at Fixture, Ben Merritt's restaurant in the medical district. Wow. That's a great deal. So 20% off at Fixture, lunch or dinner. You get $3 off at La Familia in the uh, in the West 7th area. And, and La Familia has really bounced back under the – New owners and managers they've got there. They brought back all of the old dishes and improved some of the new dishes. $3 off, depending on what you order, might be more than 20%. You get a free waffle at the Waffle House in Benbrook. Uh, <laughs> if you love cupcakes, some of the best are at Susie Cakes 
in the aforementioned West Bend Shopping Center, and you get buy one, get one free cupcakes. And now this is what everybody reacted to, and the list is long. I mean, there's like four, I bet there's 40 or 50 restaurants on the list that offer free fries, free drinks, free queso, something like that. But the big deal is that you get a free Chick-fil-A if you buy a drink and waffle fries, and that's at the Hewlett Street Chick-fil-A by Central Market or the Montgomery Plaza Chick-fil-A. You get your free Chick-fil-A, and that's what people. When you go in there in football season, everybody's wearing purple. Where, where do I get a purple shirt? I mean, that does, <laughs> I, I need to go give it's me. It's really one of these. hard to get, get a purple shirt in Fort Worth, and it's like um, almost every place. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you all see anything on the list or anything? That well, you- I'm looking at the list, and what I what I want to know is how to tell people uh, how to find this list because the list is. Kind of, it's a little overwhelming. And, and, and it is, and the list isn't posted yet, but it will be on the Go Purple Friday website. But I have this by secret stealth uh, you know, email from the TCU marketing department. And let's just say the, the marketing department is not in, in preseason form yet. So <laughs> they don't have it posted, but they will have it posted by the game. A lot of restaurants in Western Fort Worth, Southwest Fort Worth, have free queso, Free gumbo, free uh, free frog fries at Tommy's, free cookie at McAllister's. Other restaurants have free drinks. The way drinks cost these days, that means something. So. Now, this is the first official one by TCU because they've been doing stuff. Some of the restaurants have had where if you wear purple on Fridays, you know, during the football season. I think Dutch's used to do something uh, on if you wore, wore purple. But I don't think it was like sponsored. But this is kind of like a TCU-sponsored thing. Steve, this is actually the eighth annual Go Purple Friday. So oh, okay. Yeah. So you you've had eight years to get your purple shirt. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, because I have seen that on at Dutch's or something where they've had a little sign for you know wear purple today. And well, Dutch's is about as TCU as you get. Right. right. And, uh-huh. and I don't, and I don't see Dutch's on the official marketing plan, but Buffalo Brothers next door. Mm-hmm. You get half off appetizers and desserts, mm-hmm. which you could go in there and just eat appetizers and desserts, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, you get a half off it. You even get a free drink at Cooper's Barbecue in the Stockyards. And at Pinstripes, you get half off their Prince Charming cocktails. And I have no idea what's Pinstripes in Pinstripes is it's one of those bowling entertainment centers, but it's got a really pretty good restaurant um, inside. And they, they sort of want to emphasize that they have this restaurant and they have good drinks. I've, I've had some drinks there. And uh, I believe that drink you referred to is specifically to Fort Worth for uh, a TCU drink. Well, you get half off if you're wearing purple. They have a Sunday buffet, too, at Pinstripes, which is something people constantly ask for. So it's one of those serve-yourself buffets. Uh, we should also now, I said we were going to talk about burgers. You said Dutch's, and so let's talk about the burger news of the week. Uh, Dutch's has opened their new expanded bar area. Dutch's hamburgers at TCU is TCU football theme, and it was one of the. Uh, it's a past winner of the burger battle or past finalist. No, it, 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 won. it won in twenty fifteen. Yeah, it won. Yeah, That's it what won. I thought. Yeah, they have the big banner that says "Burger Battle Winner." So they've added turkey burgers now on their whole menu. You can have a choice of beef or turkey, and the turkey was actually good. It had some spice to it. It was juicy. It wasn't dried out. They did a good job with it. They've also added a big bar and cocktail area. Uh, Robert, you've done some of the reporting on Dutch's. It's uh, when they won in 2015, uh, the Burger Battle, they were talking about um, that expansion. And, you know, that, it, so it took a while for that expansion to actually happen. Well, along with the bar, the bar is open till midnight, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for now. And they have hot dogs, chips, and queso after hours. So you can go by there. You can't get a burger at 1130, but you can get one of their good hot dogs or, or uh, chili, you know, one of their uh, frog dogs. You can get one of those 
you know, after hours. Steve, do you go to Dutch's? Uh, occasionally, and uh, you know they make these huge onion rings, which I really like. So I usually try to get that with my. Those family. are some of my favorite onion rings. Those are town. great onion yeah. rings. Mm -hmm. uh, the other big favorite on the other side of campus, south of campus, uh, you have this old timey burger grill named Charlie's, <laughs> and Charlie's, which we all thought was, you know, so tradition bound and would never change anything. Uh, took over a former gas station next door and opened up an ice cream shop. They have, they have, they're now in the ice cream pop business. This will this will cool you off after a Charlie's Project X burger, which is a Tabasco so uh, soaked patty topped with jalapenos. They are they are also a strong contender in the burger battle. They've been in the final four twice, but they haven't won. They've they've come very close, but they haven't won. They have uh, you know pop. Uh, they have uh, popsicles like pineapple chili. Uh, they have, uh, you know, both cream and ice pops. Uh, they also have cookies for sale. One of the ice cream flavors is Eskimato, which I had to look this up, means Eskimo pie. And so it's a, a vanilla rolled in chocolate with uh, with a little bit of coconut well, on it. The way they sell their burgers kind of leans itself for an ice cream shop type thing because, you know, you just walk up to a window and get your burger. It and is a bit of a shack. Yeah, so that's how you do like a lot of ice cream shops too. You go and you just go up to the window and get your pop and then go out and, and eat it. And so you go next door and there's <clears> another window and there's tables. So you can, you can carry your burger over there and eat it. You <clears> can <throat> walk up and get your ice cream. You can, so there's, there's somebody in the bakery and ice cream shop and somebody in the burger shop. So two, two doors side by side. Uh, in Arlington, there's a new, uh, gosh, y'all, this place, and I, I don't, I know y'all haven't been, but I have, this is kind of overwhelming, burgers and brats. You go in what used to be Eddie Dean's Crossroads Barbecue, and it's this Brew City, there's a hundred taps, but there's also a counter where you get uh, these pretty darn good craft burgers from Burgers and Brats and Flower Mound, and you also have a counter where you get Eddie Dean's Barbecue, so uh, it's, it's an incredible combination. And the whole left side of the room is uh, refrigerator cases to buy beer. So if you happen to show up at Cowboy Stadium without any food or any beer, here's a restaurant where you can get you know some uh, really you know really well done burgers, some some nice hand packed burgers. You can get a couple of pounds of barbecue. You can get whatever you need for your tailgate, or you can go over and have dinner or lunch uh, around the game. Well, I want to try the sausages. That sound, sounded like be good. You know, the, both of the counters had sausage, and this is like the sausage duel because the, uh, the, the Eddie Dean's counter has jalapeno kielbasa, which is what, what uh, Eddie Dean's always says. And then Burgers and Brats, it's the first restaurant I know of here that is imported, imported, is brought in the Fisher's sausage and brats from Munster. That, uh, and if you've been to German Fest in Munster, if you've been up around, you know, that Munster is, is the best sausage around. Right, right. Um, well, just the, the name, Burgers and Brats, sounds like my kind of place. Well, and they have both the regular brats and smoked brats, and uh, they have they have a variety of brats. They have a knockwurst to go with the brats, and then, so you can go over there and just have, you know, sausage in, in versed from both places and have your own little sausage tasting. But that's at 1004 North Collins. One of the burgers is called the Crime Scene. It has jalapenos, cayenne, and to give it even more of a kick, it has kettle chips, jalapeno flavor crumbled on top of the burger. So you get the spice off the chips, jalapeno, cayenne, uh, and then you have uh, the um, then you have an egg with it too. When I when I heard crime scene, I thought it would be splashed with ketchup, which would be uh, a crime in more ways than one. <laughs> this is splashed with Tabasco. So uh, now this kind of counters with the big new um, Texas Live and Robert. It, 
I know you talked about Texas Valley some last week, but we ought to mention them here. Well, we're going to be, um, we're actually in a couple of weeks, um, my editors are actually encouraging me to do this, going to be doing a little Texas Live crawl. So we're going to be checking out all the restaurants at Texas Live, including uh, Troy's, Troy Ickman's restaurant, which um, emphasizes burgers. And um, at a preview, I went to a preview uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Steve was there too. We, we did a Facebook Live there. And uh, the, the burgers at Troy's um, had a couple of sliders, and they were actually pretty good. So I'm a little optimistic about that place. And uh, also Pudge's Pizza, Pudge, Pudge Rodriguez's Pizza Place. Troy's is a full-service restaurant. Pudge's is more order at the counter, grab it, go watch the big screen TV. Um, the pizza was kind of uh, thickly topped. So um, I, I think these previews aren't the best way to um, sample food sometimes because they're you know, doing mass production. But the pizza seemed pretty good. And uh, Bud has actually been to Guy Fieri's Taco Joint. I, I went on the preview night, but Bud has been in um, better conditions and was actually kind of pleasantly surprised. Well, I mean, Steve, I mean, I, I think Guy Fieri, uh, the thing is you have to buy into the idea of street tacos. If you, mm-hmm. if you, don't, um, if you don't buy into the idea of small tacos with, with uh, uh, a little bit of oil and, and a light topping, then you're not going to get it. If you're looking for a jack-in-the-box taco or an Al Phoenix taco, or a torchies taco, or a torchies taco, then Guy Fieri's is not what you want. But this is a nice little street taco stand. What'd you like out there? Uh, I, actually, I left before the food started. <laughs> oh, Steve, Steve left. The, the, you left before the, Lockhart started serving. The, yeah. the, he must have really been in pain. Yeah, There's no, also a Lockhart smokehouse. Uh, I had a lot of stuff at work to do. So, Steve, uh, that's how Steve maintained his felt figure through all this. Uh, it is uh, Labor Day weekend's coming up, and there's one thing that Labor Day weekend means in this part of Texas. And that is Polka. West Fest. <laughs> West Fest, which I have not been to in a long time, but West is a little community about what, 10, 15 miles north of Waco. Uh, it's for most Texans who make the drive anywhere between um, uh, Fort Worth and Austin on I-35, they're going to stop in West for Kalachis. They're most likely going to start stop at Check Stop, uh, which is on the east side of the freeway. Uh, there's a newer place, Slobacheks, uh, off the freeway that is seems to be more Bucky's inspired. The re- the restrooms are larger, they're cleaner, the the space is larger. There's a lot more there than just kolaches. But as Bud knows, if you really want to get the good kolaches in West, you go off the freeway into the more authentic things um, in in the center of town. Well, if you if you're there before six o'clock, you first of all you go behind the check stop, and about a block behind the check stop is Garrick's Old Check Bakery where it, it looks like you took the kolaches from the other shops and put them on the computer and took your mouse and, like, bumped them up a couple of sizes <laughs> because they're, they're bigger, they're puffier, there's more filling. Uh, Garrick's is the place that the West Insiders really go for kolaches. Now, the original place, if you, if you don't go to Garrick's, the original kolache shop and where, they, where the whole tradition of West kolaches started is Village Bakery, which is in charming little downtown West. So go ahead and go down that same street, past the check stop, uh, go east of 35, past the check stop, and cross the railroad, and there, there's a little downtown. And there's a couple of restaurants there. There's the, the Village Bakery is where the kolache tradition started. And then there's a place called Pika's Czech American Restaurant. And that's where you can go. You have um, sausage, kraut, uh, Czech fries. They have the, uh, the lunches are like $5.99. You can go have a plate lunch. You can have a chicken fried steak lunch. You can have fried chicken a burger, whatever you want. So it's a plate lunch cafe, 
with great sausage, kraut, German, with Czech fried potatoes. Other places call them German fries, they're Czech fries. I'm, I'm half Czech, and my grandmother, uh, I didn't grow up in Fort Worth, but my grandparents lived here. And uh, my every time we visited in the summer, my grandmother would have poppy seed and um, uh, I believe prune kolaches, if I recall right. Uh, she died in 1975, and I it's still a nostalgia thing for me, and it's also one of these things where you're like, is your memory exaggerating this thing? Um, but I always feel like I can't get kolaches that were as good as the ones my grandmother made, and she was you know, plump uh, Czech woman, spoke with an accent. Uh, I do have cousins who grew up in Fort Worth, and they kind of agree with me that it's hard to find good kolaches that are as good as she made um, in any sort of store. And... Uh, a lot of the kolache bakeries um, here will try to pass off the the kielbasas as the, the pig in the blanket as a as a uh, uh, I didn't use the right term there, did I? Kielbasa. Yeah, and um, as a kolache, but a kolache is a is a fruit or a cream cheese filling. Right. Yeah. It, it, technically, a kielbasa is the name for uh, what we colloquially call a, a sausage kolache. Right. But there are there is a there are good kolache shops. Uh, probably the best one right now in Fort Worth is uh, Pearl Snap. Right. Pearl Snap is doing a big job with uh, with uh, both the kolbasi and and the fruit kolaches, and they have a new outlet downtown. I don't care what you call it, but I like the one that's like the pig in the blanket. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just call it the pig in the blanket. That's what it is. It's good, mm -hmm. but it's you know it's mm -hmm. not a purist kolache. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Pearl Snap occasionally will veer from the purist itself. I think because they, they didn't, as I recall, they had like a. It's been a while since I've been there, but it's, as I recall, they had like a cinnamon roll kolache. Well, they have a cinnamon roll. They have a pecan pie kolache. Pecan pie is, kolache. They used to go. not see pecan pie, yeah. and that's what they have. Uh, and and um, and they have a new outlet downtown. At uh, the Carroll Coffee, which um, is on the north end of downtown, I have not been there. Yeah, yet. but Carroll Coffee is is uh, across from the courthouse, uh, behind. Uh, this is one of those where you where it used to be descriptions, but there's still a building there. It's the vacant building where Joe Deitch's Jewelers was. The sign's still on it. And so this is in the 100 block of Houston. Uh, behind that building, there is a nice little coffee shop with coffees and Pearl Snap kolaches. Uh, you know, I went in the other day. It was full of people. You know, it had a nice little sophisticated crowd, and, and it felt like that I was uh, somewhere else. It was really a nice little downtown vibe. There's a interesting thing with downtown Fort Worth because there are at least three Starbucks in downtown Fort Worth, but there are also um, at least three independent coffee bars. Vaquero's the newest, uh, Sons of Liberty, which is on the other end of downtown on Lancaster, open and last Continental. year. Yeah. And um, there's, um, um, right across the street from us is Casablanca Coffee, Casablanca, yeah, which is a little right. small place. Uh, he also does um, Euros that a couple of, some of the staffers here are very good fans with, uh, fans of. So um, I, I drink Starbucks all the time, but I encourage people, you know, I, I, I will see people walk by these mom and pops to, um, uh, go to Starbucks. Uh, uh, another one downtown, uh, you don't think of it as a coffee place. Black Rooster. Black Rooster Bakery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they, they do coffee. Uh, it's not as wide a menu as some of these other places, but they, they will do um, lattes and coffee drinks. When I was in Vaquero, they, I did see a table of staffers from Bass Hall and from the Sid Richardson Museum that were in there, and they said that if you order a Sid Richardson, it's actually like a mesquite-infused coffee that they serve and that they're trying to develop more uh, Western coffee flavors. Steve, do you ever walk out for coffee? 
Uh, I'm not a really big coffee drinker, but uh, I do occasionally go to Casablanca, which is just right down the street over here. And I do like their heroes, too. They and, do a good job with that. And I know you're aware of Black Rooster and that right. they do have more than coffee there. Yeah. Yeah. We, as a matter of fact. Uh, he was very generous on Monday. <laughs> he really was. It was Dollar Day for pastries. Right. Dollar Day for pastries. So uh, me, you, that that. Uh, that that B and B sandwich you could have bought 120 pastries. Well, with no, they limited to six. So I actually had a couple of us had to go from the office so we could get 12. But uh, yeah, it was like uh, their first day of school special. They do every year the first day of school, they, they do uh, dollar pastries. We like Black Rooster. They're close by. We like all our little down. We like all the little, you know, independents and and uh, you know. We tell everybody eat local and get your discounts local and read uh, read your local news. Read mm-hmm. local and read local eats beat in the in the Star Telegram. Read our dining coverage that Robert Philpot and Steve Wilson and I do on StarTelegram.com, DFW.com. Follow us on Twitter at DFWDOT.com. Is that right? Uh, DFWDOT.com. It is and, written out. And our Philpot and I'm eats beat. And uh, you know, follow us for the latest news. Uh, we try to. We tell you things as soon as we know them. We don't wait for the next podcast or the next edition so we can get an extra click. As soon as we know something's happening, we put it out on Twitter, Facebook, social media. And so you can follow us on all the social media platforms. And until next time, we'll be back with more Eat Speed Podcast. I'm Bud Kennedy. I'm Robert Philpott. And Steve Wilson. 